ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 166 for the week of February 14th, 2021. Will. From your voice, it sounds like it should be Halloween. What's going on? It's not Halloween, it's Valentine's Day. Uh, It could be spooky for some people. It. it I don't know. That's so sad. Yeah. That's so sad. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week I'm joined by the man who apparently has a story behind the hoodie that he's wearing. Yeah. It is a chimp squad hoodie. And if I know anything about Will, I know he loves chimps and monkeys and, and all yes. that stuff. Oh, shit. Something just happened. But, Will, before you even say anything... Jordan, a.k.a. The Only Neeb, a.k.a. one of our swords of Sanghelios, a.k.a. owning of the Neeb cast, and Heavy Rainfall, a.k.a. Davey Wavy, a.k.a. our second sword of Sanghelios. With the 11 and and 10-month resubs, respectively, thank you so much, guys. Woo! Woo! There you go. What a way to kick off the fucking show, Will. Yeah. Holy guacamole. <laughs> and uh, without further ado, Will, let us know about your hoodie. What's okay. the story behind this? And so, also, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Good. Um, yeah, so Josh asked me about my chimp squad hoodie before the show, and I said I had a story behind it. Um, and it, it, I bought it in support. There is a chimp sanctuary in Louisiana that um, cool. houses currently 250 chimps and they are upping to 300 soon this year. And it's all about chimps that, you know, can't be reintroduced into the wild, but they have a place to go and live. And they're in different groups out there. They have their own little communities. Um, there's a show on Disney Plus about it, uh, Chimp Haven out in Louisiana, not a paid sponsorship, but um, a cause I was willing and wanting to support. So Vicky and I both have our own chimp squad hoodies. Hashtag not an ad, but should be. Sure. That's what go. that should be. Yeah. That's fucking rad. <laughs> Saving the chimps. Man, that's fucking cool. There you go. Good there's, job there's, to you. There's the chimp squad hoodie story. And I, there, f- I feel like we need to do like, I'm not going to, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it on the show. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, had a th- I had a thing in mind of what I was going to do. You know how we do like Zoltan? Yeah. You know, I was going to do something for Chimp Squad, but I don't, okay. <laughs> I don't, we'll no. figure it out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. They have their own show on Disney Plus now. That's how I found out about it. So Is it called Chimp Squad? No, it's, I think it's That's just called. That's fucking stupid. There's a, <laughs> there's a goddamn. It's called Chimp Haven, which is their, the name of the, uh, the place. Should be called Chimp Squad. Yeah. Be there's, cool. a, there's a show called Deer Squad. Oh, on, really? uh, yeah, on Disney. I mean, on Disney. On Nick Jr. Or, yeah, and it sucks. Oh. So they should have a show called Chimp Squad, and it'd be way fucking better than that. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Will? But, yes? Go on. Say, what were you going to say? Do you want to, want to uh, uh, so after that, do you want to let the people know what we got coming up on the show? Oh, thank you, because that's what I was going to ask I, you. I if you figured, want to know what's going to We're right there, same wavelength. Yeah. Also, for those who are watching, uh, or for those listening to the, uh, well, Jordan says Josh took that personally. I did. I did. Deer Squad is a shitty fucking show. And the people who made that show be, should not necessarily be ashamed of themselves, but put a little more thought into it. Is what I'd say. So what is Deer Squad? Is it a... So 
when I first saw, we're going to go on a tangent here oh, since gosh. you asked the question. Oh, here we go. Good thing this is before we get into the actual show. Because this is how we always start the show off with some bullshit. So, oh, sure. except your story. Your story was heartfelt and heartwarming and good. Mine is fucking about a Dick Jr. show. So, <laughs> Dear Squad, when I saw the trailer for this television show, uh, well, when I heard, yeah, when I saw the trailer, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, this is like Avatar, but for like little kids, like little, little kids. And then, no, it's not. So, Avatar, The Last Airbender, Master of the Four Elements, yeah. you know. Deer Squad are four deer who whose elements include... Oh, yeah, you, you know exactly what I'm talking week, about. When we were, yeah. The elements include sun. Okay. Fire, kind of. Sure, kind of. Earth. Awesome, we already knew that. Yeah. Wood. More earth. More wood. Right? Wood. I guess that makes sense for deer, but not really. See, that's that's what I've tried to fucking get around. And then I think the other one was water. Okay. Yeah, I'm just like, why have two? It's fucking stupid. And then the writing's terrible. Mm. Like, and I I know I'm talking about like a little kid show here. Like, trust me, I get it. But when you're when you're used to God damn it, Jordan. The says, element of wood. When you when we're talking about kid shows, uh like little ones, there are so many good ones out there that have like good writing to them, good storylines, so on and so forth. And this Deer Squad show is just not that. And the animation is not very good either. So they should scrap it. You don't need to fire anybody. You just bring the people back, but do Chimp Squad instead to make it way better. Sure. There we go. Like, think about if it was like Captain Planet, but with chimps. How dope mm. would that be? Be pretty good. You can do it. Man. And they and then when they combine powers, they make King Kong. <laughs> like how amazing would that be? But, he, but he's a force up. for good. Godzilla shows up on the side. Oh my god! <laughs> this would be we ha- we should be working at Nickelodeon for Christ's sake. This is crazy. We're ready. Oh my god. All right, but yeah, Deer Squad sucks. Moving on. So, well, you asked if you if we want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show. Therefore, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's yeah, Day. Happy world. Valentine's Day. Um. If you have a significant other, make sure you tell them you love them. If you don't have a significant other, make sure you tell yourself that you love yourself. Because self-love is great. Uh, and, yeah, just enjoy the day. And I'm not here to get sappy. So we have the money matches continue to heat up. The Pro Series brings the stories. Well, we're going to talk about some shit later on. MCC's new way to play is expected. Um, Halo Wars 2 continues to not get the love it deserves. Talking about Valentine's Day. Daddy does not love it. That is for (laughs) sure. Uh, League play enters Cold War and not in the best way possible. The CDL season has officially begun and it continues today as a matter of fact. G4 really is coming back like really, really. And video games to round everything out. Before we get into that, Will... Let's get into our one major piece of competitive news. Also, what's up, Josh? Yo. $1,000 Louis V. Titans Money Tuesday returns. This is by LVT Productions on Twitter, and I quote, The main event, Bound and Renegade, the reigning champs, going up against Boobadooboo and Saiyan. With the undercard match featuring Druck and Soul Snipe going up against Frosty and Vemzy. Ooh, 
February 16th. Yeah, that's my birthday. Your birthday's in two days? Yeah. What is with you and Natana having stupidly close birthdays to Valentine's Day? <laughs> Vicky must hate you. Uh, yeah. Okay, because I hate sure. Natana. Like, and people are going to take that out of context. Yeah. <laughs> like, you hate your wife? She bear your children. No, I don't hate my fucking wife. Shut up. I love my wife. I hate Natana for having a birthday so close to Valentine's Day. Um, shit. Like, you know, Christmas, Valentine's Day, birthday. It's all there. All right, Will. What, uh, you need to let us know what types of mini games you want to play in the community play date. Because that's what this week's, oh, that's that's what this week's uh, theme is. It is on is. my birthday. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't have to join if you don't want to. It's well, your I'm birthday. To, I'm going to play. Okay, um, so just let us know just, what mini games you're look, that you yeah. want to play. Okay. Okay. We'll do. Good. Good stuff. Um, yeah, February 16th, which is Will's birthday, by the way. Make sure hey. you give him a shout out for happy birthday. Um, at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, it's casted by Nighty Night, Tools Cast, Why Not Be Reckless, and Shyway over at twitch.tv forward slash Louis V Titan. What's up, Justin? Get ready because we're going to dunk on someone later on in the show and you know who I'm talking about. But Will, that's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCabo.com. Check out NoobCabo.com for all of your and your and my Halo Esports needs. On Sunday, February 14th, hey, that's today we have Ray's valentine's day halo 5 2v2 and the hcs halo 3 mcc pro series 4v4 it kicks back off today get fucking excited will's gonna have a roster to mention actually not even not e- i even didn't even put it in here uh but snakebite and now i'll, I'll t- roster okay so yeah. The uh, Snakebite announced what their his roster is going to be in the MCC Halo 3 4v4s, and uh, it's going to be him. Yep. I'm just kidding. It's going to be him, APG, um, Lethal, and Trippy. Okay. So, yeah. There you go. That's what that roster is going to be. So no Frosty, no Royal 2. Yes. Yes and yes. Interesting. Okay. So I don't I, I don't know if Frosty competed in the Halo 3 tournaments though. I forgot. Might just not be his thing. So yeah, maybe not. Who knows? On Tuesday, February 16th, we have the one thousand dollar Louis V. Titan Money Tuesday. Which we just talked about. Exactly. And it's also Will's birthday, if you guys did maybe. not know that. <laughs> it's gonna be every time we stay for the Oh yeah, 16th absolutely. Now. Damn it. Which is your birthday. Se- <laughs> uh, Saturday, February twentieth, we have the Pen Halo Halo 3 4v4 February draft tournament. J Money Music Man's Halo 5 4v4 Frisbee Tournament. That's gonna be something. That's something, yeah. Yep. The HCS Halo 5 Pro Series open tournaments for Australia, New Zealand, EU, LATAM, and North America. All four will be taking place. Australia, New Zealand is back for this week. So get excited for all of those tournaments taking place. And then finally, on Sunday, February 21st, we have the SWAT Nation SWAT and Time Part 2 because it got delayed. Um, the Gamers for Christ Halo 5 2v2 tournament and the HCS Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4. So there you go. Those are your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Share NoobCombo.com for all of your Halo esports needs.
Also, Jordan fucking clipped the me talking about how much I hated Tom. Yep, it's there. And now it'll forever be taken out of context. Uh, Eric Lanky Sasquatch asks in chat, does anybody know when Will's birthday is? Yes, I believe it is Tuesday, February 16th, as a matter of fact. this mute button over here? <laughs> in case anybody did not know, that does it for your upcoming tournaments of the week, presented by NoobCombo.com. And Will's birthday is on February 16th, which is a Tuesday this week. Will, what do we got next? Rustermania! Yeah. It's Rostermania. So uh, we have Flyers still looking for org. This is by SuperCC over on Twitter. The uh, players, competitors include SuperCC, commonly Envoy, and Septified. So if there's any big orgs out there looking for a team, I want to look towards Flyers. I think they've been doing all right. So Dave asks, is that not a play date? Will, what yes. are we doing for play date? And I said, Dave, do you not even listen to the fucking show you're we currently a part of? We just talked about it. Jesus Christ. I'm coming up with whatever we want to do. Unless he's just running. Did I miss it? Yes, you did. I can't believe we literally <laughs> just talked about it. Oh, my God. Dave's over there jacking off on his fucking side monitor. Is this <laughs> like... yeah. Wait, Will's birthday's a play date. Hold on. I got to stop this shit. Pause. <laughs> Hold on. So we good? We good on that? I think so. Is the question is, is Dave good on that? That's <laughs> yeah. the real question. We're clearly okay. We're right here. <laughs> but hey, Dave, you never know. Oh Jesus. All right. Moving on to tournament league recaps now. Um first up we have the Halo Australia. Halo 3-4 before draft tournament. In fourth place, we had uh Jace Nixar. Is it Aceus and Practiclair? Third went to Monza, Slippy, Toddles, 45, and Havlow. Second went to Carnage, Black West, 69, Reeds, and Mine, Mine's Gone. In first place, taking home 250 bucks. It was Lunchy, J-Banger. Evolved and... T Fox. Why do I like Jay Banger? Jay Banger, man. That's a great name. I just like how, oh man. It's, it's a just banger. assertive. It's a banger. It's a, it's a banger. It's a fucking banger. Are we adding that to good names for the year? You know what? I think I might. That is something so simple. Jay Banger gets added to the best <laughs> character tags of the year list. Fuck me, man. All right. Oh, well, you know, he might be on the list, but he might be an honorable mention when it comes down to uh, True. end of the year, you know? True. Just something to get out. We don't have many on the list for good names. I don't think we have any on the list for good names. There we go. Or wait, wait. Do we even make the good names list? We oh. needed a we needed a bad name, bad name and bad team names, and then like a good name and good team names, right? Is that what we were doing? Oh, are we? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we just didn't have any good ones. There's no Bed Bath and Beyonce's out there right now. Yo, it's <laughs> oh my god yeah i'll just i'm gonna rename right. this to gamer tags of the year there you go best worst and we'll then do team gamer names. tags slash team names there we go of the year there we go while josh is doing that we'll move on to the three betrayals halo 3 1v1 valentine's cup cup. there you go <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you said it like that cup. so i'm like cup <laughs> fair Fuck. enough all right in fourth place we had bob that was just B.O.B. That's the name. And third okay. place went to Rain 1G. Second went to Burnt Eddie. And first went to Trippy. Taking home uh, 250 bucks. Hell yeah. And good job. 
crushing it in the Hazel 3 1v1s. All right, next up, we move on to the Pro Series. And first bracket we have here, or results, I should say, is the EU Open Tournament. In fourth place was Mocket, which was Batchford, Looney, Precisionite, and Squashy. Third went to uh, Krogan of Vaccine, which is Tommy the Krogan, Crossman, Fabe Speed, and AG Spa. Second went to... Um, it's England, Germany, I, Italy, and France, which I'm assuming is where SLG, Kimbo, Moe's, and Snipe Drone all come from. So there you go. Th- second place taking on 400 bucks, And in first place, we have Cartel back on top. Shady, Legend, Jimbo, and Sick are taking home $600. All right. Next up is the Latam region. In fourth place, we had Team Rebel. This was Nugget, Hiram Gel, uh, Laylox, and Gambino. Third went to Carnage Black. This is Bullet, 1117, Guardian Flies, and Zarek. Second went to Fire and Ice, taking home 400 bucks. Magico, Juan MC, Noble, and Running Jam. In first place went to Pittsburgh Knights, taking home $600 was Atso, Tapping Buttons, Drift, and Pool God. It's kind of interesting having a Latam team called the Pittsburgh Knights. I know. It, it is kind of weird, isn't it? Throws me off a little bit. Just, just, a, just a smidgen. All right. Now moving on to the pro tournament. We had the first North America one take place. And here we go. Qualified teams. Kind of like a roster recap. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Do I hit the button? Yeah, you fuck. Roster <laughs> recap. Yeah. All right. All right. Starting off, we have Magnanimous. This was King Nick, Rain, Riot Noob, and Spartan. Uh, we had Team Saints, Fate ZD, Ravenger, Soldiers, and the Stallion. Maybe the Stallion. For those who are wondering as well, these are the teams that came from the Open Tournament. There yeah, you go. So these are the these eight are... qualified teams from the Open Tournament. The, the next go. that Will will talk about after these are the ones that qualified from the previous Pro Tournament. Thank you for the clarification. Absolutely. Next up we have, is it Scared Monkey? Say, uh, yes. Yes, Scared Monkey. Yep. Or Money. Scared Money. Sorry. Scared Money, yes. I'm on the we, monkey thing. I was on it too. All right. This is Bards, Furiously, Its Name, and Rami. This is this might be a good team name. Baba Booey. Garfinkels, oh, Gold Star BR, JK7, and we always say Eurasian. Can I add? Uh, I'm adding that to Worst Gamer Tags of the Year right now. It's good, but it's bad. Like We have no idea what the fuck it is. I'm adding it right now. And I'm adding that Baba Booey to the best team names. So we have a worst name on the best team name. I have to keep going back and forth because I, I don't even know how to fucking spell it. <laughs> like, All right, next team. We'll keep moving here. Is Kingdom. This was Halo Elite, Kilimanjaro, uh, Majin Bones, and Thin123. Next team, Injured and Bad. Uh, Dark Idiom. Divide, divitalize, Rhino Two Beast and Scythu, Scythu, sure. Um, next team, Rising Eight. This was Airway, Lyriclo, Nikolai, and Sensors. And then last team that qualified here was San Diego Fire. It's a quick one, no shields, precaution, and Piggy Saiyan. Okay, okay, and the teams that you might have heard of before. 
the pro teams that were already qualified entering this tournament, Sentinels, Frosty, Royal 2, Snakebite, and Trippy, KC Pioneers, Druck, Manny, Soul Snipe, and Tolik, Inconceivable, Bound, Boobadoo, Sane, and Falcated, Cloud9, Eco, Penguin, Stellar, and Renegade, Status Quo, Ace, Rones, Sabinator, and Suppressed, Flyers, Commonly Onboard, Zero, and Super CC, Cobra Kai, Bohm, Eli Elite, Nemesis, and Swish, and then Elevate, Carmea, uh, Neuronical, Simply Fear Me, and Vemzy. Actually, I lied. I think four of those eight teams came from open as well. So maybe it was just the top four that made it from the previous, and then the rest all came from the open, I'm thinking. I think that's what it is. Interesting. Because Cobra Kai is Cobra new. Cobra Kai, yeah. But I think did, that's what it yeah, is. Nemes- yeah, 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 they're new. They're yeah. New. yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. Good shit, regardless. Okay. So, Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at this graphic here trying to understand what's going on. So, um, we have group, the groups. We'll just run through the groups. That's, yep, that's exactly what this is for, just yep. to run through who is in each group. All right, in group A, we had Sentinels, Elevate, Magnanimous, and San Diego Fire. Group B was Casey, Pioneer, Status Quo, Baba Booey, and Injured and Bad. Group C was Inconceivable, Flyers, Scared Money, and Rising Eights. And then group D was Cloud9, Cobra Kai, Saints, and Kingdom. And here is who made it out of group play. Yes. So this was, you play every group, you play every team in your group once, and then the two teams that have the best records move on to bracket play, and it's a single elimination bracket to determine the winner of the tournament. There you go. Go ahead, Will. Out of group A, Sentinels and Elevate. Group B, Casey Pioneers and Status Quo. Group C, Inconceivable and Flyers. And group D, Cloud9 and Cobra Kai. All right. And then, Josh, do you want to run through your stories? Sure. Before we go over results? Sure. So, uh, before we get into this, I just want to state something real quick. Uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to two broadcasting entities, let's call them. So, the first being Europa Halo, and the second being uh, LVT Productions. Um, I, We tweeted about it yesterday, but it, it really cannot be said enough how much great work that you guys continue to do in this space, providing top tier broadcasts where we don't have like official HCS support at this time if it, in, in terms of a broadcasting sense where um, the season championships, yeah, will be streamed on their channels, but you guys, both your entities have been doing unbelievable work Week in, week out, and just from us here, from everybody that listens to our show, I just want to say thank you to everybody involved on both sides of that with Europa Halo and LVT. Absolutely phenomenal work. You guys deserve all the praise and more. And it was it was just funny watching. We talk about all the time how we want broadcasts to be back, mm-hmm. and it's just funny how good of a product that they produce. It's that there's little to no downtime because there's always a conversation going on or there's like uh, montage stuff happening in the background. The breaks are short. It's the commentary's top notch. The graphics are top notch. Like the listen-ins are awesome. Like they're able to make all of this happen without having the full of the HCS backing them too. Like that's 
it's it's crazy to me. Like I said, you guys deserve all the praise in the world. Thank you all so much for everything that you guys do. And we look forward we look forward to the broadcast all the time. Like I reached out because I didn't know if LVT was going to be doing the NA stream or not. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out, I DM'd him on Twitter. Like I think it was the day of, and I'm like, Hey, are you guys going to be doing it for it? And they immediately replied with hell. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So super excited. Um, and Justin says if they don't have content, they'll jump in a stream. And that's the thing too, is that they go right away. Like there's, like I said, there's little to no downtime in between what they were doing on the broadcast. So it was just phenomenal shit, man. It's, Oh my God. It feels so good. Um, okay. Let's talk about some of the stuff that happened during the NA tournament here. Also, Will, I want to give another shout out to, um, the, the EU winners cartel. They just don't stop winning. No, (laughs) they're, they're like the Sentinels of the EU right now. It's crazy. You know, I had some hope for that SLG squad. Yeah. After what they were doing prior to these tournaments coming back. But uh, Cartel, just stepping it up. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Just it's crazy, man. Unfucking believable They are the dominant force over there right now. They are. So let's see what happens if there's going to be a shakeup next week with the Open um, before we get into the next pro tournament. So actually, they, just ha- they, they only have Opens until their championship. Never mind. Okay. To the games. So in group play, there's a couple series that I wanted to point out. First being the very first series of the LVT broadcast, the Sentinels versus Magnanimous. Um, This was expected to be, this is expected to go the way that it went. So it was a 3-0 that went to Sentinels. Um, So the thing that Will and I didn't mention last week because I completely was out of my mind completely is that Spartan and Ryanu were teaming up. Yeah. When they've had this sort of rivalry going on. Um, so clearly there must not be any bad blood going on there in order to team with one another. Well, it's like, um, just like anybody else, the, uh, you can have a friendly rivalry when you're on separate teams. Yeah. You know, yeah. Put bygones aside and duke it out on the field. There you go. Um, but there is something else I want to talk about here. So Spartan, uh, Tyler, who I bet is just a, a fantastic guy regardless, I, but I just need to say this. So we talked about it last week in the lack of practice, mm-hmm. right? And I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent last week where I I hate the mentality of, like, if, if you're not going to put the time in, if you're not going to put the work in, then why even bother? Like, you're not doing your teammates any service. You're not you're not, it, it's, it feels to me as though you're not trying to actually win the event. So who the fuck cares? Came to bite him in the ass a little bit during this tournament. Yeah. So, not only they lost 3-0 to Sentinels, this is group play, so, I mean, they have a chance to come back and make it into bracket play, but lo and behold, they don't even do that. So, they uh they went 1-2 and two in groups by losing, oh, they, by losing again another 3-0, this time to Elevate. If we want to back up a sec, that Elevate team has Carmea, Neuronical, Simply Fear Me, and Vemzy. We talk about these players all the time, but maybe people coming into the HCS scene for the first time and only knowing the pro-pro names, right? They might not know who these guys are, but mm-hmm. you definitely know a Ryanub, a Rain, a Spartan, 
right? You know those guys. Oh, yeah. And they lost 3-0 to Elevate. Didn't even make it out of groups. Therefore, didn't even qualify for the actual bracket. And some of the commentators during the broadcast as well were talking about the lack of practice. Mm -hmm. There were jumps that he was missing, just straight up, which would be considered, quote-unquote, easy if you had, like, if you knew. If you were a pro and knew yeah, exactly, how to do them, yeah. Exactly. So it didn't stop there. Uh, people, the, okay, the, the internet is full of assholes. We all know this. So I'm not, I'm not like trying to dig at Spartan more than what has already happened. So he got, he got called out a few times on Twitter and people were chirping at him. And to be honest, if people were chirping at me, I'd want to chirp back. And so he, and he has every right to, so he did. Um, but he was talking about how if he, like he think he's better than a ton of people who dedicate their entire lives to still playing this game. And who the fuck cares about playing who, who the cares, who the fuck cares about professional halo five in 2021 and blah, 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 blah. Clutch chirped back and, and was talking about how, well, if you put the hard work in, then that's what happens, right? You're expected to do better. If you put work in. I'm laughing because you're using the word chirped and this was all on Twitter and it's all just. Oh yeah. 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 Isn't that me. perfect? Yes. I, I didn't even think about that, but it's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to restate what I said before. It's if you're not willing to put the work in and if you're not willing to practice and you just think that, Oh, I'm better than all you motherfuckers anyway. So why the fuck should I even have to, who cares? Fuck you. Okay. Spartan, I don't know you personally. And like I said, I bet you were a perfectly fine person. Um, but come on, man. For real? Don't. I said it before and I'll say it again. If you are not willing to put the work in. And I know you were. T and I know you said that you're not trying to shit on those who do spend a lot of time still playing this game in 2021. Because that's it doesn't affect you. That's their prerogative. But the fact that you even state it, why even state it then? Just leave it alone. You lost. And frankly, part of the reason you lose, part of the reason why you lost is because of the lack of practice that you had. And the thing I've said before is if you're not willing to put that work in, if you're not willing to put that practice in, then why even bother competing? Why not just set it aside and wait till infinite then? But you know what's going to happen? If you set it aside and wait till infinite and I, I'm not as good as you by any stretch of the imagination. Let's get that. Let's get that point straight here. Like I not considered myself semi-pro, pro, anything like that. I am slightly above average when it comes to playing Halo in general. But the fact of the matter is those players who are dedicating their time and who are putting that practice in and who are sticking with teammates, those people are going to be better off when Infinite comes around than you are if you're not putting the time in. I don't care how genuinely good skilled you are at a game. It's not going to mean shit if you don't put the work in. And frankly, the Spartan Ryan noob thing really makes it funny for me. Um, but yeah. Again, nothing against Spartan as a person. Spartan as a player right now, really pissing me off. I think the thing that uh, is most frustrating is you know he has the skills, and he he I mean he has the skills, but if you don't, you're right, if you don't practice, you're never gonna 
be able to perfect those skills. Exactly. And, and I'm not saying, and we all know that infinite is not going to be the same game as Halo five. None of the halos are the exact same from one another. We, but we do know that if you continue to put the practice and work in, <clears throat> you're more, you're better off than those who don't. And that's why elevate surpassed you. Like that's why you, and that's nothing against elevate. They played great, but you know why they played great is they play the fucking game. And I, and I don't want people coming back at me to be like, well, look at his stats game to game. Like his stats were good or blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't fucking care. It's a team game. You go positive 20 and still lose the game. And guess what? You lost. It's as simple as that. So Spartan. Last thing I'll say is. I hope, I hope that you guys as a team put practice in and come back and frankly shut me up because I would love, we talk about all the time, more competition is great. But right now from the outside looking in by not putting that work in and you constantly saying that you don't like playing Halo 5, why the fuck would, I get that, oh, but I have that competitive spirit and I have that drive. I want to keep competing. Well, go find something else to fucking compete in then. Stop wasting everybody else's time. You're not just wasting, you're not just wasting other teams' time. You're wasting your teammates' time. And, not, and I, for all I know, your teammates could be doing the same thing, but I don't fucking care. The fact of the matter is you said it. My God, it, it blows my mind. If you don't want to fucking play the game, if you don't like the game, there's, there's, well, I don't know if you knew this. There's other video games out there. Did you know that? Oh talk my, about them every week. Oh my it's, God. No way. It's crazy. Come on, man. Tyler, you're better than this. You know that everybody knows that. And of course you have the skills, but if you're not going to just, Oh, it's frustrating. All right. So Magnanimous got fucking destroyed. So moving on, we have Flyers versus Inconceivable. And again, this is in group play as well. And this is this is a really fun series that unfortunately ended not in the way that like, and, and this is nothing against either team. It just would have been really cool if, if a different team had won this series. But regardless, Flyers versus Inconceivable. Game one was Strongholds on Plaza. Okay. Flyers make a statement by preventing inconceivable the win 195. Inconceivable needed one more stop before allowing Flyers to come back from 81. So inconceivable was stopped at 95. They needed one stop, but Flyers came back from 81 and won the game 195. Game two was Slayer on the rig. Flyers had, like, I believe a seven-kill deficit, okay, and still came back and won 50-49. to 49. But the problem is Inconceivable then started to eat up. <laughs> and uh, games three through five, Inconceivable won, reverse swept Flyers to take the series in group play. But the thing I want to touch on here, There's a thing to me that separates 
the goods from the greats. And I know we're talking about a Halo 5 tournament that in the grand scheme of things isn't that high up on the totem pole. But regardless, competition is competition. And the fact of the matter is there's an avenue for these players to compete in. The reason why I say there's a difference between the goods and the greats is because of how Flyers played in those first two games. They didn't care that they were down. Especially in a Slayer. They were able to rally back in both games and take those wins. We talk about it, we talk about football on the show a lot, right? No matter how far behind, I can't just say the Patriots are now because Tom Brady's no longer a part of the Patriots, but no matter what team Tom Brady is a part of, no matter how far down they are, they Brady and that team always believe that there's a way to come back. Right? Look at that Atlanta Super Bowl as the prime example of that. They always feel as though there's a way to come back. And that's the way I felt Flyers played in those first two games. Yes, they lost the series, and a loss is a loss. We already talked about that. But those two games to highlight, that's that mentality, that, for lack of a better word, toughness, really separates the goods from the greats And if they continue to put that work in, going back to this, like I talked about before, they could really be a force going into infinite because they, they know how to gel together. Those types of plays don't happen when you have a team that, that you just form right away. Those types of comebacks don't happen, especially when you're going up against a team that has boo-boo on it, saying like that, that type of shit doesn't happen. So flyers, big shout out to you guys. That's incredible. Yes, you guys lost the series, but regardless, those two games really stuck in my mind. And I hope people pay attention to that. And then let's move on to bracket play. So the KC Pioneers, the Kansas City Pioneers, go up against Inconceivable. Game one was Strongholds on Eden. And oh boy, guess what? Deja vu, anyone? Because Kansas City Pioneers, just like Flyers did in that group play, they were able to take the game 195 when all inconceivable needed was one last stop before allowing KCP to come back, this time from 85. So KCP were able to stop them at the 95 point mark when they were at 85 and bring it all the way back to win 195. Game two was Slayer on Cauley. Kansas City Pioneer, they putting the work in, bringing that back. They proved it, and they demolished Inconceivable 50-36. to 36. Game three was Oddball on Fisher, and Inconceivable decided that, hey, we're, thought we're way better than this, guys. We're way better than this. So much so that they won 150-38. to 38. They just didn't let KCP do any fucking thing during that Oddball game. And then game five, I didn't talk about game four, but game five was CTF on Fathom. It was very tight. It was back and forth all game. But KCP were able to pull it out 3-2. They were able to solidify themselves a spot in the grand finals against the winner of Sentinels versus Cloud9. So that Sentinels versus Cloud9 series was a weird one in a sense that it was great. It went game five, but 
the wins that the Sentinels had were, I believe, were massive, and the wins that Cloud Nine have were massive. So it, it's it was a good series overall. Highly recommend you just go watch it. But it was just weird because like it wasn't as close game wise as it was like series wise. If you look at sure. the overall series, yeah. And then finally, the grand final: Sentinels versus KCP. Ooh. So, Will, yeah. if we were given predictions right now, who we think would win this? Oh, normally you'd go Sentinels because of their dominant exactly. nature. Exactly. You would just think that. And and I, I constantly talk about how one man does not make a team. So they picked up Trippy for this uh for this pro series of for these pro series events. And let's just say that things didn't go according to quote unquote plan. For the Sentinels here, KCP won the grand finals while shutting all, all the doubters up in the process. Not only was the series win a 3-1, but those three wins were by big margins. Now, the, the CTF Coliseum game was not by a big margin. It went to time, and it was a 2-1. But the outplays that were happening on the KCP front, like there was a play that solidified the win at the end where I think... I forgot if it was Royal Two or Snakebite who was running the flag down through the trenches mm-hmm. below Rockets. Uh, and it might have been Tolik who was able to get the stop there. But then you think that Sentinels are about to make an amazing play and then Manny just shuts them the fuck down. Gets the return. Game's over at that point. There's no time left to, in order to make something happen. It's like the last 30 seconds of the game. And... It was just incredible. So congratulations to the KC Pioneers. You guys, and this is the other funny thing too. So we're we're shitting on Spartan, you know? Mm-hmm. So I talked about how Clutch was talking about hard work. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he retweeted it was either the Kansas City Pioneers tweet or the HCS tweet or something, and he, he quote tweeted it as, like, hard work. I think I saw that, yeah. Yep. So let's just say I can't wait to hear what he has to say on On My Ex. But uh, there's, like I said, there's something to be said about those who dedicate their time to a game that they enjoy and a game that they want to get better at. And the Kansas City Pioneers really did that. And the and now, here's the other thing, too. Here's the thing that I want to say. Let's talk about Sentinels for a second. Okay? Because this kind of irked me as well. Basically, all the players on that team tweeted after the event was over, right? Mm-hmm. And said, GG's to KC. We didn't have any practice. We just got to put the practice in and come back better next week, blah, 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 or next pro tournament, blah, 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 right? Yeah. And since they all basically said the same thing, it pissed me off because it felt like they were downplaying KCP's win. That they all said, oh, we didn't put the practice in. Sure. Well, now you know what happens when you don't. And you know what happens when a team does. And there's something that we've talked about all the time where we we respected Sentinels for the work that they put into the game. Yeah. 
And like I said, I know this is not a million dollar tournament that's taking place right now, but you're setting a precedent. KCP flyers elevate. These teams are setting a precedent that if they're given the outlet and the opportunity to compete at the highest level, then damn it, they're going to put the work in and they're going to try to compete at the highest level. And KCP just proved that they're able to and win at that too. Now, what's to say that the next pro tournament is going to be different if Sentinels do put the work in? But at the same time, KCP might not stop either. There's always an opportunity out there. Every game is different. Anything can happen. It's Halo for crying out loud. We already know that. So, yeah. I'm just sick of the excuses. I'm sick of the excuses, Well, That's really all it is. That's all we got. What do we got for the regular news? Why did I ask myself that question? Why? I don't what, know. What do we have, Josh? S- SPV 3.3.0 release. Armor customization, 15 new skulls, ray traced reflections, firefight, and MCC validation. This is by Masters over on Reddit.com. So if you guys don't know what SPV 3 is, it is a mod but basically like a brand new version of Halo 1. And with this 3.3.0 release, they've made it that much easier to install and to get playing. There's two campaigns. There's three playable characters, if I'm not mistaken. There's, I think, 17 levels or something like that. Like there's an insane amount of content in this. And if you have not played it, the new update is out. Go check it out. The link's included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes, and chat. And uh, give it a download. And if you have MCC on Steam or the or the uh, Windows Store, it automatically checks to see if you have it installed. And as long as you have CE Anniversary installed as well, it'll, it'll verify that, and you can download everything you need to right through their installer, which is pretty fucking cool. Next news story, a new Halo mask is available in the Xbox shop. Uh, it's by Halo Gear. If if it's anything like the other one that they released, it's not comfortable at all. So while I appreciate the gesture that they're doing, because that's fantastic, obviously, with everything going on, uh, they're just not comfy. For my face, anyway. It's too tight. Yeah, it's just too tight. Um... I see Will's already ready by the button. So the Halo community update by Unishek. Thank you. Halo, the Master Chief Collection. Valentine's Day is today. Look for Halo love in all the right places. Starting today, if you log in MCC through Valentine's Day weekend, you'll unlock the put a ring on it nameplate. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. That's a Beyonce song. It's a good song. Go check it out. Please note this nameplate is not automatically granted, so it may take a week or two for you to see it. You should expect to see it by February 26th. February flighting. Next week, we're planning to kick off our first flights for MCC in 2021. That means this week. In last week's MCC flighting development update, we talked about some of the features players can expect. If all goes well in rings one and two, we plan to roll out our next public flight as early as next Thursday, February 18th. That is two days after Will's birthday, February 16th. Just in case people forgot when your birthday was, Will. Thanks. No problem. While all the contents of the flight are subject to change, some of the features we're hoping to include are 
a new way to play with each other at MCC is the custom games browser. Still cool, but expected. No Switch version. Sorry, no, Will. Um, I don't need it. Season 6 content. A new map for Halo 3 from Halo Online. Oh, no! They're bringing my Halo Online maps into my precious Halo 3, Will. Make it stop! Will, can I turn the map off? Is there a toggle? Can I turn the map off, Will? Is there a toggle for the map? Will? FOV slider support for all Xbox One consoles. FOV slider will no longer be locked when the Xbox Series X and S devices are set to 120 hertz. Thank God. Double key bindings, which is cool. Mouse and keyboard support for consoles, which is also cool. Advanced audio options. And view model customization options. And a seasonal sale to sprinkle things on top with. For those of you who haven't completed the collection just yet, you can pick up MCC for 40% off while it's on sale across all platforms all weekend long. Halo Esports, HTS Grassroots. There's two playdates. Both are BTB oriented, one of which is in North America and one of which is in Europe. For North America, when is Wednesday, February 17th, a day after Will's birthday on the 16th, at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Halo 2 Anniversary and Halo 3. Reward is the Beach Life nameplate, if you haven't already received that. And creators include Real Life Spartan, Echidna, Mint Blitz, No Pro Angel, Oath X, jo- uh, Jace OCE, Voodoo Man, and Active. So go ahead and check all of them out and have a chance to win. And then on the Europe side of things, when is Wednesday, February 24th, which is a week and a day after Will's birthday, which is on the 16th, at 6 p.m., BT. It's Halo 2 Anniversary and Halo 3 again. Uh, reward is a shooting star nameplate. Pew! <laughs> Creators include Ubernick, Shirzy1, iSpiteful, Wonderboy, KMAD, and Jace OCE. For Halo 5 Guardians, the upcoming calendar includes for February, we are going to skip all the way down to where we are currently. February 18th, Action Sack rotates in for Griffball and uh, Action Sack Community Playdate again at 1.30 p.m. Pacific. February 25th, CE Anniversary Throwback rotates in for Action Sack and Warzone Turbo goes live for the weekend. And then in March, the 4th, the spring 2021 arena season begins. Ranked Snipers goes live for the season. Castle Wars rotates in for CE Anniversary Throwback. And then on March 11th, we have Triple Team rotates in for Castle Wars. Warzone Assault goes live for the weekend. And then on the 18th, Core Play rotates in for Triple Team. And then on the 25th of March, Forerunner Slayer rotates in for Core Play. And Warzone Turbo goes live again for the weekend. Dave asks, any word on if the map is forgeable? I do not know. I did not see anything within the article that stated otherwise. Um, And I don't know if it's just assumed. But there you go. And then Jordan asks, but when is Will's birthday? You know, it kind of sucks that I'm not modded because I would have deleted that. SAP. (laughs) You're not modded? In our own channel, Mike. My account's not modded. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, thanks. No problem. Appreciate that. I'm here for you. I could have done it myself, but it's It's okay. Halo Wars 2. Everybody in chat, I need you guys to do me a favor right now. I need you to break out some violins. Oh, yeah. Not the tiniest one, because this is actually kind of shitty. But, uh... 
Everybody break out some violins, play your somber music, get some, uh, we talked about this before, but I forgot if it's Sarah McLaughlin or not during the dog commercials. In the arms of an angel, yes. Yeah, Yeah, so just play that right now. Here we go. We should find like an instrumental and put it over this in the background. (laughs) Just kidding. We always strive to be open, honest, and transparent with our community, and we know many of you have been waiting, asking, and hoping for news about the future of Halo Wars 2. We want to acknowledge that we've heard you and make sure you know that this feedback and these topics do indeed get brought to the right folks across the studio for further evaluation. In the past, we've noted the publishing team was fully focused on MCC, and we had no current plans to return to Halo Wars 2. Now... With all the titles on PC, we've seen these questions popping up again, although the 343 publishing team is still working on more MCC seasonal content, along with a variety of features and further improvements. It's not always easy to be open and transparent, particularly when we expect it's not an answer the community wants to hear, but we want to give it to you straight. 343 Industries has no current plans for further Halo Wars 2 work, including content updates, balance patches, bringing the title to other platforms, or a new game in the series. We will, however, continue to monitor the game and ensure everything is working as expected. Yes, we did use the word currently, because it's the truth. As of today, there is no plan for the development team to re-engage with Halo Wars 2, and we aren't working on a new game in the series at this time. But, we're specifically never going to say never, because, well, who knows what the future, what the future may bring. If you told me back in the day that the totality of MCC would land on Steam or Halo 3 would get content updates 14 years after launch, I'd never have believed it, and yet here we are. We know constantly waiting and wondering is equal parts frustrating and exhausting, so we hope this clarity helps alleviate some of that, and we want to set clear expectations that there is no work happening on Halo Wars. Next question is surely, why? And it really boils down to the realities of finite time, resources, and focus for the studio. The 343 publishing team has no shortage of ideas and inspiration to pursue for MCC and plenty of ongoing work to support the Halo franchise. Meanwhile, the majority of the studio is incredibly focused on working towards Halo Infinite's launch. And you may have also heard, launch is only beginning. Given the broader impact initiatives the studio is already committed to, we unfortunately can't devote the time and attention we need to deliver additional updates and content for the Halo Wars franchise. And then, so that sucks, but... It is what it is. Um, And then finally, they had a little bit of Halo Infinite information as well. Um, And it was uh, a hashtag Ask343 video, which we are going to be talking about in a little bit within the show. So MCC development and flighting updates is by Postums, which I did not put there. So let me just do that real quick. Design Diaries. We are adding in an additional way for players to access content beyond the traditional seasonal challenges in Season Pass. Previously, players had to complete seasonal challenges while they were available, and after that time was gone, you didn't have a way to earn that same content again. With our new seasonal currency, Store, that is going to change up a bit. If you missed out on things previously, such as the Mr. Chief Helmet and Halo Reach from difficulties with the Because You Beg challenge, you may be able to use season points to still acquire the reward at a later date. We aim to offer up an additional way for players to use earned seasonal points to unlock various cosmetic content items. So below, I have interviewed Max uh, Sligor, design director for the publishing team, to talk a little bit more about this new feature and what players can expect. Let's get after it. 
Hey, Max, thank you so much for joining me today. So first and foremost, tell me what this new way to acquire customization content is. Let's break this down a bit. Max states, we're introducing a, a, current, a seasonal currency store and there's no real money involved. Instead, the currency is season points, which players will still continue to earn. Now, instead of using season points solely to unlock items in the season pass, there'll be opportunities to spend those points on prior seasonal challenge content you may have previously missed, as well as all new items that debut in the seasonal currency store. So, is there a cash option? No. Where did the idea for allowing previous seasonal challenges items uh, to be unlocked come from? We wanted to add more choices for players to unlock items and heard feedback that from, uh, some prior season challenge requirements did not match the intended play patterns of people interested in the rewards. How often will, it will items rotate in and out? Some items will rotate each week, while others will be available for the duration of a season. Items may return to the rotation in future seasons. Will there ever be new or unique items that are showcased in this new option? Some items will debut in the, in the season currency store. They may end up being reintroduced through challenges or the seasonal store at a later date. Will the rotations of items be linear or an, and on a regular rotation, or are we going to mix things up a bit? There will be a scheduled rotation we, we regularly schedule, and we uh, also work to share information on what items are rotating in and out for the following week to players. So, let's see. Is it going to be available to flight? They're working on it. When would this become available to players in-game? We're currently working to have this available in Season 6. And then will players be able to use all previously earned season points on this? Yes. And they don't expire. So that is great. And then finally, the hashtag Ask343HaloInfinite video. This from the Sandbox team, because this is based off the blog that came out. These are not all the questions, but these are the ones that mattered. So this is an interview between... Will, can you hit me with the uni again, please? Unishek. And Quinn Del Hoyo of the Sandbox team. Uh, these questions came from Twitter using the hashtag ask343 hashtag. Justin, I think I saw included a question as well. I don't know if it got answered, though, so I apologize if it did not, Justin. But here we go. Will weapon tuning for multiplayer affect weapon tuning for campaign? They're working on getting tools in place that allow the tuning to be separate between multiplayer and campaign. Now, it was constantly reiterated on that this is just the tuning, as in the damage, that type of stuff. Not how the weapon feels, not how the weapon plays, not how the weapon looks, just the tuning of it. Okay? Got it. Can you grapple shot banshees? Yes! Apparently it's somewhat difficult, but yes, you can do it. But can you grapple shot weapons on the ground? Yes. You Get can... over here. Oh my God. You're going to scorpion the fuck out of it. Yep. It's going to be great. So one of the questions was, I'm confused about the line weapons one day will assuredly be different after multiple updates and patches, end quote. Does this mean the weapons included in the base game and the 1.0 version will be altered or simply that new weapons will be added? Mm. In short, the answer is yes for both. While weapons will be tuned, 
the feel and use of the weapon will continue to be the same. Although, never say never, is what Quinn said. As for new weapons, these include brand new and legacy weapons that'll be introduced. How is equipment gathered in multiplayer? So this is not the answer that Quinn gave. This is the answer that I'm giving because it's literally the same answer except a lot shorter. Yeah. It's the same as it worked in Halo 3. You pick it up off the map or you pick it up off a dead body. There you go. Do vehicles have added damage features? Yes. Wheels can fall off and damage is more realistic for vehicles. What about grenades? Is there anything new? Well, since spike grenades have blades, they do more damage when initially stuck to an enemy instead of simply doing the base damage from the explosion. So for for reference here, in Halo 3, mm-hmm. when you throw a spike grenade at an enemy and it sticks them, there's, there's no, no damage. damage. Yep. The damage that takes place is when the, and the explosion happens. Now, since they realize that, oh, these things have fucking blades, why don't we change this up a little bit? When you throw it at an enemy um, and it sticks them, there's an initial damage from when they're stuck and then the damage from the explosion after the fact. So that's kind of cool. I like it. Yes. Um, and they, they also said that they're trying to work on other things like that. So who knows what's going to come across there, but there you go. So what about the old shotgun? Quote, we haven't revealed all the weapons in the game yet. End quote. More and more weapons will be coming in throughout the lifespan of the title. But what's funny to me is that in that original gameplay blog, they said that it's gone. They did. So is it not gone? Who knows? Basically, so based off the quote, he said, we haven't revealed all the weapons in the game yet. That implies that it's there and not coming at a later date. But then the next statement is more and more weapons will be coming throughout the lifespan of the title. So like it could, right? So is it there at the beginning or not? Whatever. And then has the Magnum been reconsidered to be added into the sandbox? Because a lot of people were upset that the Magnum was bye-bye and now they have the sidekick or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Okay. Quote, the Magnum has changed from every Halo game, and when we bring back a legacy weapon, we want it to be one that the players remember and understand. When and if and how we bring it back, we want to make sure we do it right and ensure fans recognize that it is the Magnum. Not answer, right? Not, yeah, and, it's a, and not also, answer. what's funny is... How, how, I mean, if you put a gun that looks like the Magnum and it's labeled Magnum when you pick it up... But, but... The Magnum is completely different every single Halo game. Very true. The CE Magnum's a three-shot headshot kill. The Halo 2 Magnum is terrible, except when you dual-wield them, Justin. Um, The Halo 3 Magnum sucks. The Halo 4 Magnum sucks. The Halo Halo 5 Magnum is good. God tier. They're all different. So it's like, which one would you bring back? We're bringing back Warzone variants, folks. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I mean, there might be. No, who knows? I can see it happening. But yeah, though, and then the, there are a couple other questions that were specific to Quinn, like what his favorite things are, so I didn't include them. No offense to you, Quinn, but you know. There it is. That's it for the regular news, Will. Awesome. Uh, here. Thank you. It's time for Con and Other Games Watch! So, Will... 
Introducing league play. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to read through this because apparently it's not great. So there you go. There's league play in Call of Duty Cold War now. And uh, there's a video. I forgot if it was. I forgot who retweeted it. It might have been Silos. Somebody retweeted something like Drifter or someone playing it and not understanding how the ranks worked at all. Yeah. And apparently it's confusing as fuck. So I'm like, I don't even. This would have been really cool if they literally just made it so it's a CDL playlist. Basically, yeah. But it's not like that. And apparently they've made tweaks to it. But when it first released it, it, they really should just fucking do a CDL playlist. Everything that's banned in the CDL. Yeah. Can't equip it here. Simple as that. So there's five divisions. Yes. In this league play thing. So competitor, advanced, expert, elite, and master. Right. So it's saying the competitors is going to be 50% of all the players. So that's your lower 50%. Yeah. The advanced says top 50%. But then you have subdivisions. Well, I mean, they're not subdivisions because they're divisions. So technically it's the next 10% of players are advanced. 10, 15%. Then you get expert is the top 30, elite is the top 15, and master is the top 2%. Yes. So, yeah. I don't... Either way. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just... It's not well implemented. I'm not going to read through the whole thing, but I am going to read through these two things. So, after your first league play event starts, you'll be placed in a skill division of up to 50 players around your same skill level to compete for the top position in your division ladder. League play utilizes skill ratings to determine how active players are bracketed into the five skill divisions, competitor, advanced, expert, elite, and master. Your skill division placement is relative to all other league play players and may increase or decrease as your skill rating or the active player population changes. Okay. Wins will award ladder points that increase your position on the ladder. Again, this is, this sounds like the 50 players. Yeah. Losses will decrease your ladder points and can drop your position on the ladder. Winning consecutive matches will earn you a win streak bonus and you can earn a daily bonus by playing every day. We take match integrity seriously and poor sportsmanship isn't tolerated. Any players who quit a league play match will receive ladder point penalties and a match loss. And increased penalties will be applied for players to quit a match before anyone else on their team does. Okay. League play ranks and rewards. Similar to our previous league play system, you earn gems based on your final position in the division ladder at the end of each event. Earn enough gems and you'll advance your rank. Each milestone, earned at rank 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and 30, has a unique league play calling card reward to unlock. There are six distinct calling cards to earn across all 30 ranks, each of which can be equipped in the barracks to show off your skill to the rest of the lobby in league play, multiplayer, and zombies. Who the fuck's going to understand what rank you are? Your progression rank will reflect if you've ever placed near the top of your ladder or won a league play event. Finish in the top 10, top 5, or first to permanently upgrade your rank from bronze to silver, silver, gold, or gold. Finish first six times, and you'll permanently upgrade your rank to diamond. Okay. So. But you could be a diamond that's beat the lower 50% of players. Is this? Right? So you have competitor, advanced, expert, elite, and master for the divisions. 
And then you have ranks 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and 30. It's a cluster of ranks and ranks and ranks. And, and then ranks. you'll have ranks of bronze, silver, and gold, or diamond. Of course, you'll also earn XP and battle pass progression as you compete in league play events. So you'll want to make progress toward your next prestige level and battle pass tier, whether you win or lose your next match. Hold on, we're not done. Victory Flames also make their return in Black Ops Cold Wars League play, showcasing the highest performance level for the best of the best. Finishing in first place will add the initial stage of Victory Flames to your rank, and finishing in first in consecutive events will advance your Flames to new stages. Your Victory Flames will last until the next League play event ends, and you will degrade or disappear if you fail to place first in consecutive events. Maintain your streak and keep those Flames burning bright. Hmm. What in the fuck is that? Okay. I know what I will not be playing because I don't even old Cold War. Challengers Elite Season 1 schedule and talent have been announced. It's by Call of Duty League. The schedule is included in the Google Doc of the show. To the show but, the, but the talent includes Bryce, Tun, Dream Crazy, Alley Cat, Spaceman, Fox, I Hold Shift, Visions, and Infinity. So congratulations to all involved. I remember uh, Spaceman hosted, uh, he was one of the talent for, what's it, the UGC's Halo Classic, if I'm not mistaken? I'm pretty sure Spaceman was there. Sounds right. Yeah. So congratulations. Two more things. E3 pushes forward with plans for a digital 2021 event. This is by VGC. According to E3 2021 pitch documents set to game publishers and seen by VGC, the ESA has now outlined its proposals for this year's events, which would see three days of live-streamed coverage held during the previously announced dates of June 15th through the 17th. The ESA's intention is to hold multiple two-hour keynote sessions from gamers, partners, an award show, a June 14th preview night, and other smaller streams from games publishers, influencers, and media partners. The broadcast event will be supplemented by media previews the week before, as well as demos released on consumer platforms, according, according to the ESA's proposal. The ESA also says it will allow partner companies to remotely stream playable game demos to the media across thousands of scheduled meetings with one-to-one -one assistance from developers. Many companies have used similar on-demand streaming solutions during the pandemic to allow the media to remotely play their games for preview purposes. However, the E3 2021 plans still require the approval of the ESA's membership, which is made up of the industry's biggest games companies and who have significant influence over the direction of the show. So who knows? Looks like we might get some E3 goodness back again. This time in a digital scenario. And not the Summer Game Fest. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. And finally, G4 hosts are coming back. This is by IGN. This is a big one for me because I used to watch this shit all the time. G4 has announced that Adam Sessler, Kevin Pereira, Ovali, and Froskerin, I probably butchered those last two, are all officially joining G4. Furthermore, Sessler and Pereira will be back as hosts of X-Play and Attack of the Show, respectively, which is fucking insane. And they're old as fuck. <laughs> uh, Justin says, got to go. I'll catch the VOD later. Have a great day. Love you, Justin. See you later, bud. And Jordan says, did you say Froskerin? Which I, again, probably butchered. Yes. Yes. They'll be working at G4. Holy shit, indeed. 
Do you guys see their Rust video with Adam? No. But I did watch the uh, their, I think it was Thanksgiving, their reunion show that they did. It's pretty great. I'm excited. I just hope it's more, I hope it's better managed because apparently upper management uh, in the old G4 days was an absolute nightmare. So Jordan says Thanksgiving special was great. It really was. I just love how everyone was back. They even had fucking, they had Olivia Munn there too, didn't they? Like they had everybody there. It was crazy. They even had fucking, they had drunk Link like in a, uh, as a statue. And by statue, I mean, he was just standing there. It was great. Oh, that's crazy, Dave. Yeah, Drunk Lake is dope, dope as fuck. Your sorceress in Diablo 2 is named after Frost? Okay, there you go. Oh, yeah, the raccoon too. Yeah, it was in a cage, wasn't it? God, that show is so good. All right, sorry, we're talking about G4, <laughs> my bad. That's it for yeah. Cotton Other Games Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures with the always say this week right man um still did a little valorant you even hopped on for some i did we played a couple games that was late night i was surprised yeah we won one we did i was surprised too i woke up the next morning and uh let's just say that wasn't the smartest idea oh well, sure yeah but uh we, yeah got some games in <laughs> it's up to like midnight or something which isn't that like in the grand scheme of things isn't that big of a deal but like man i'm old it hits hard. It hits different. Um, me, you, and Jordan played a game called Stick Fight, which is completely ridiculous. That game. Oh, go ahead. You talk about no, it. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say a game is. <laughs> there is some absolute bullshit that happens in that game. Yep. But man, that it's just stupid fun. Yeah. Great recommendation it was a, by you. Yeah, I saw it. it was, I actually saw it on a video on TikTok. I sent it to Jordan and it was like, we need to play this. And it was just a good, yeah, stupid fun, like not really caring, just no. whatever game. There's some ridiculous moments. Um, the freaking snake guns are ridiculous. Learning the learning the the environmental hazards yeah. for each map as well. Like the ice when you shot it for the first time. Yeah, like, oh shit. It all broke apart. Yep. And then the, the lava that we saw for the first time. Um the spike floors and walls and stuff. Mm -hmm. That game's dope. Jordan cheesing under the map somehow and climbing yeah, up the other side. Coming up, like what the fuck? Oh my God. Like yeah. I said, that game has some bullshit to yeah. it, but it was good. It was good. It was, it, was it, good. it has, um, matchmaking too. If you want to do a public game with random people, it I'd has, be scared at how oh, the connection is on that, that. And apparently there's like a community that like knows the strats and like knows how to jump to get to the top right away and all that. Like they, there's people that play that game competitively almost. Hey, you know what we talked about before? If you put the work in, yeah. you know, you can really separate yourself from the sure. rest. Um, so yeah, stick fight. Hilarious for just fucking around basically. And Jordan says twice. In twice the, he in, went underneath yes, the map. Yes, he yeah. did. I was like, what the fuck? And then we did some MCC for the community play date. Me and you have both been betrayed many times by a particular individual, which you will talk about later. Um, but yeah, good times as always. Fun, just a fun night laughing, messing around on MCC. What'd you play, Josh? (sighs) 
I also played Halo 5 and MCC for the Community Play Date. Let's talk about that individual, shall we? Oh, okay. Josh in the chat, uh, a.k.a. just Josh01, um, straight up, intentionally, with video proof, betrayed me when he said he did not. Hero Spartan sent the clip after the fact. Yep. And you, we were playing on, it was Halo 3 BTB on Rat's Nest. Mm-hmm. He was in a Warthog. I was down towards bottom mid where rockets and hammer spawn. I'm in, I'm in that doorway, right? I'm going towards that doorway. What happens is now I'm facing the center. Like I'm facing the center of the map. So I don't see him coming. So I honest to God at first thought like at first, I mean, obviously I was mad, but I really thought that he just betrayed me on accident because I was for all intents and purposes, I was backing up because I was trying to get out of there because there's a lot of people in there. Come to find out it was intentional Regardless of what the fuck he says. You saw the swerve. We oh, saw the yeah, swerve. we saw the swerve. Heroes, Hero Spartan sends a clip, and you clearly see that even that, even though I'm backing up, Josh fucking goes straight and then curves hard left to run right into me uh-huh. and then goes straight forward again. If he would have just gone straight, none of this would have happened. None of it. So I get betrayed a lot too by Josh. And it, oh I, yeah, I don't know if it's on purpose because a lot of them, a lot of times, it's like I spawn in and then like warthog at my face. You know what I mean? Like, but the funny thing is, how how can this not be intentional <laughs> if it's happened so often? Like, if this was once, once a play date. I'm not talking about once a game, but once a play date. It's like, oh, you know, shit happens, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that it's multiple times a play date, sometimes multiple times a game, that shit, who knows if he's even here anymore, but, like, that that proves it. Like, he, there's no way he doesn't do it intentionally. Yep. No way. Dave, I'm expecting that betrayal counter uh, for next play date for that. <laughs> yes, please. It's, it's absolutely mind-boggling. And then the fucking, oh, my God, we're just basically making it a rule that he cannot drive the warthog anymore because we're it was a halo reach game and we're playing it was a forge map and there's a rocket hog on it Mm -hmm. and i get in the rocket i get in the rocket portion of the hawk right and he he's driving he brings everybody to the worst fucking places he doesn't set anybody up for success so much so that we're flipping and like spinning vertically, and he's telling me to shoot. To shoot? Yeah. Where the fuck am I gonna shoot? In the fucking air? And, and then he, his rebuttal was, oh, I didn't know we were spinning. Like, motherfucker, you were driving. Uh, how's your screen not going? I, I'm so, like, I was so dumbfounded. It's just, <laughs> he intentionally fucking betrays people. Oh. I'm going to boot his ass next time. Add some spice to the play date, though. You know, you oh, admit. yeah, it's funny. It's funny. It's legitimately funny. It's just like, I'm so glad Hero got that clip, though. Yeah, we got... <laughs> the fact, like, that clip alone proved everything. Every single time. And then Justin got him, too, with his clip, where he... he the his was intentional as well. He drives his warthog off a cliff, 
or like off a little hill. Yeah. He, Justin purposely gets out of the yeah. warthog and then lands right on Josh, kills him. I'm like, that's great. And it, and it counted as a suicide, too, not a betrayal. It did. It was, it was so perfect. Oh. oh, my God. Um, Yeah, we played Valorant and we won a game. We lost a game, but we also won a game. You went off on that second game. Like well, me and Joey were both like 22 and I think Joey was 23 and something. I think I may have gone positive maybe, but I wasn't going anywhere near what you guys were doing. Like you guys were just absolutely wrecking fools. Yeah. We kind of got back on the grind a little bit, not the grind I would say, but we were playing some games before and I like it. I, I do have fun with that game. I like the, the teamness of it. The fact that you have to be communicating if you want something to happen. Yeah. And the new map, uh, it's difficult because it adds more height variation. Yes. Very, uh, yeah, that one's very team-oriented. A lot I of think, different uh, ways that you can engage. Yeah. yeah you got to be communicating if you want things to happen. Absolutely. Played Sick Fight, like you mentioned. Uh, and then the games that I played separately include Ring Fit Adventure, because I play every day, Super Mario 3D World, and Bowser's Fury, which came out on the Switch. Uh, I just played a little bit of the Super Mario 3D World. I, I want to play it with Natana because I think it'd be a fun co-op game to play. Uh, I played a little bit more Marvel Spider-Man. Um, that game is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I defeated, um, again, I'm early on, I believe, in the, in the story, but I beat the the shock dude. Like, well, he was even, robbing a bank. I don't even know if I'm that far. Maybe. Maybe? It's, like, really early, I think. Oh. He's, like, the first, like, real boss fight that you do, besides Penguin, because you fight Penguin, right? You know, not, not Penguin, Kingpin. You fight Peng- yeah. Kingpin early on. Yeah. I think he's the second one. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how far I am in the story. Like, because I did a lot of the, I did a lot of the collectible stuff first. Yeah. So my game progress says I'm like at almost 30% complete. But really it's because of all that little side yeah. stuff. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So take that as you will. I need to get back into playing it too. I need it's to finish fun. it up. It's fun. Um, I'm playing Final Fantasy 14 still. Uh, that game is fun. I'm just doing a lot of the side stuff. And then Destiny 2. Yeah, new season. I did hop on it. Um, spent some time with it. I like the the rotation that they have for this season. I feel like it's a little bit more in depth now and not just a dumb public event. Uh there's there's now it's called a battleground and it fu- it functions more like a mini strike. Okay. So so much so that uh the new one of the new strikes that was introduced in Beyond Light, you know, where you go fight the the harpy like the two harpies or not. You mean the, or not the harpy. They're, um, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. When you go fight those hydras. Yeah. The hydras. Yes. When you go fight those, it, it's so much so like a mini strike that you go that same area. Oh, okay. Uh, you, th- that's not the boss you fight, but you go that same area and that's the final room that you're in gotcha. as well. Um, but yeah, it starts like at least this one, it starts with a, a giant, fight with uh, a couple different objectives to complete out in the open. And then once that's done, you go and progress further, fight more enemies, and then you eventually get to the boss. Um, so yeah, mini strike. It's really cool. Um, the thing I really like though, is that now you have like a, a base of operations and oh. it's called the helm H E L M. Sure. And that's your seasonal hub that you go to. Okay. It's think about it as an extension of the tower so much so that when you, when you're going the director and Mm -hmm. you hit the tower, there's the option to go to the helm at the top. Okay. In that area, they brought back the, the, um, the fucking thing with the umbral engrams. 
They brought that oh, back. Yeah. But now there's more variation to that, and there's more fine-tuning to get more things that you actually want, which is cool. And it's the thing I like about this is that there's a vault in there. There's a postmaster in there. Like, the things that you would normally access all the time when you're at the tower anyway yeah. are right next to you. Like, you don't have to run to get... And I know it's not that far in the tower, but sure. it's just nice to have everything cohesive right there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's cool. And it looks like with the way that the helm is is designed, there's op, there's going to be more than likely new things um, added to it because like there's doors that are closed, and it just looks like there's going to be cool stuff in there. And yeah, Dave's right. The Umbral Recaster, that's what it's called. Uh, also, why is that not passive the tower? What do you mean? Doubt it? I don't doubt it. I mean, we still have what? How many? We still have like what? Two months in this season? The season just started? A month and three weeks? There are closed doors everywhere on the tower? Oh, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I think it'd be cool if they added more shit. I can see them adding more shit. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, that's what I played. Destiny 2 is just still fun. Just good shooting dudes. I just get... For me, these the seasonal stuff, It's like it feels like it's raising the power limit for no reason, though. I can agree with that. Why? Like you know, That's what I, mean? what I felt last season's... The last season was, for sure, with the hunts. Oh, the hunt? Yeah. And that well, I was watching Dado's videos too, and he was talking about how the season that's bundled with an expansion is usually a lot lesser. Mm-hmm. And I really felt that. I felt the story stuff was cool with the crow yeah. and, and spider and whatnot. And I didn't do the Hawkmoon quest, but I heard that was really good too. But like the story stuff was good, but just the gameplay loop was yeah. pointless. And and the other thing that was that sucked about the hunts was that you had to. There were multiple dumb stages to it where with the battlegrounds, it's, it's self-contained. You queue into it. It's match made. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's like a miniature strike. So it's all self-contained and it's, it just feels really good. There's a shit ton of enemies to fight. Um, and they've also, I haven't played it yet because it's, I mean, it's the same strike as before, but they brought back the D one strike. Oh yeah. Um, vault of glass. No, uh, strike. strike. I think it's Um, a sepix prime one. Sure. Yep. Forgot what it's actually called. Devil's Lair? Devil's Rose? Did, didn't Dave say it? No, he said Saber Strike. I think it's the Devil's Lair Strike, I think. Um, But for me, this, like, raising the cap, it defeats the purpose of what the raids used to be. True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because now you just... The in, raid in was once... meant to get that top-tier best gear in the game. Yeah. And, like, it's not really that anymore. Well, the also thing I, I believe is that there's not a lot of, like, true end game content past the raid. Like it, it with destiny, it felt as though once you completed the raid, you just wait a week to do. Yeah. You just wait a week and do it again and try to get your roles that you want. Yeah. I, I think that they're trying to add more. Oh, trials and grandmaster nightfalls. That's right. That's true. You do have those, but yeah, you're right. That is really it. I don't know. I would like to try. See, the thing that I like that they're doing though, is that with those higher difficulty activities, you need 
the anti-barrier, the overload rounds, stuff like that. Because the enemies, while they are similar to what you've already fought, yeah. they have those different shield types. You have to be more coordinated in an effort to defeat them. There's more champions in them as well. So, yeah. I don't know. For me, I know a lot of people probably like it, but that's too much for me almost. And trying to, you have to do a loadout now to fit whatever. Sure. Like, I'm a guardian. I can't just go in with guns and Right, I just want to fuck shit up. Yeah. Um. Something I thought was kind of funny. So I have a hard light, which is an uh, exotic auto rifle. And I played, I was just playing normally, right? And sometimes you get a, a catalyst drop. Yeah. The thing I didn't realize, and I thought this was a thing before, if you get a catalyst drop, you still have to complete the catalyst before it fully unlocks. You used to, right? I don't know. Maybe? I thought I you did. I don't know. Because when I got the hard light one, it just automatically was like, hey, it's completed for you. Here you go. Oh, nice. So I just immediately started getting orbs of power. What's up, Shirzy1? How's it going? Congratulations on the Europa Halo stream yesterday. And also, uh, thank you so much for your dedicated hard work to the scene. And also, it was good to see you on the LVT side as well with the North America tournament that happened. Um, But yeah, I don't... Destiny is in a really weird spot for me right now because I do... I've said it a million times is that I more destiny is good destiny to me because the gameplay just feels so good. Sure. So I don't know. I feel like this season has gotten off to a pretty good start. Opens with a cool cutscene. Uh, you get more dialogue from everybody involved, which is cool. You have a new base, which is neat. The mini strikes are cool. Yeah. I'm gonna have to load it up. I just want to know what they do moving forward, right? Like that's always the, the question is how are they going to iterate on this, make this better? Sure. And uh, some of the things other, other things talked about is how are they going to take what, what works in this season and progress this into future seasons? Like, are we going to always have this base of operations? Is there going to be something else? Is there going to be yeah. another hub, whatever it may be. So I, I just know, feel cool. like, do they expand on the darkness story? I want them to, or did, did they with this new season? Mm. Not in the sense of the origins of the darkness, more in the sense that, so like this cabal. It's there. Yeah, this cabal chick, she wants to defeat the hive because she believes the hive are like the the biggest threat right now with the darkness. Okay. And so that's that's that. Yeah. it But like Dave's, it is a different story, but. So like. They try to tie it back. I'm just hung up on the whole, we've had this darkness tower, or not tower, but uh, fucking orb, what is it called? The Traveler. The Traveler story, yeah. thank you. I was going to say tower, I knew that was No, you're right. fine. We've had the darkness Traveler story, yeah. literally since the beginning of the game, mm -hmm. and we've gotten hints throughout the whole story of what's actually happening. I just, I don't know. It feels, I feel like there's something missing. That overall story, these side stories aren't really doing much for me. I want more main crap. And like the fact that we just, the darkness shows up and we decide to use it. Yeah, the powers were cool, but like that was like our mortal enemy in D1 that pushed back the darkness. And now it's like, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe the new direction just isn't for me. The no, gameplay's that's great, but the story's like, eh. 
Right, and I wish that they did do... I don't know necessarily if the, if the seasons should mm-hmm. be the things that expand that mm-hmm. narrative, or if they should just... I mean, maybe they should. Because, like, I don't know. That's, you know, no, that's what... I'm thinking about it. Do do they have the seasons expand that overall narrative and then expansions introduce new things or the other way around? But no, it's, well, it, we don't, that's basically, that's basically what we're getting right now is the expansions push forward the main story, which were, but even then it doesn't really. Even, yeah. And then these seasons are like side quests, side stories. It doesn't like, I don't care about the side stories. I just want, I don't know. I like how they're introducing more narrative, mm-hmm. just not necessarily the narrative that we want. Yeah. Because I didn't want to read Grimoire to get the story. Right. You know, nobody, right. nobody wants to do that. Um, but like, yeah, they clearly have a lot of work to do. And they know they're not where they want to be at because they've said it multiple times. But the question is, how how long do we wait for you to get to where you want to be at? You know? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll always play it because I like the loop. But you're right. There's times where it's like, what does it matter anymore? Like, where, what are we, where are we getting to? What's right. the point of this? Yeah, why do I keep going through the loop to power up when I can just wait until the next expansion comes out and you're going to put me up there anyway? Exactly. Exactly. That's that's very true. It's very true. I don't know. I think I think a lot of it has to do with what uh what Dave was talking about where the exotic quests. So getting those weapons, those pieces of armor, well, I mean they're all weapons for the exotic quests, but completing those exotic quests, having a self-contained thing that provides a little more narrative on where that mm-hmm. thing came from. Yeah. And therefore and then you have that thing. Those are cool. Because those you have, those you know what you're getting out of it. Like, it's not like a power struggle, you know? Yeah. So those are cool, but... I might be alone here, but I just missed the old D1 engram drops. Random exotics. You're not alone. Like, like the fact that you can specify what you want, that kind of... I don't know. D1 just... The end of D1 was probably the best destiny we're ever going to have at this point. It was the best... Yeah... Yeah, it's weird. Too much has been introduced with D2 that they can't really go back on. Well, and D2 started so shitty. Like, it D2 did. went back on everything that the Taken King did so well. And it's like, what are you guys doing? Um, I want them to go back to telling us what each season is, and I just wish exotics were unlocking all exotics. Engrams have zero meaning now, basically. I mean, besides Prime... Besides prime and powerful, because you know that it's going to be something better than what you currently have. More than likely. Prime are empty? I mean, once you get to a certain point. That's the thing, Dave. But if you're not at that point yet, then primes are not empty. And then pinnacle. So. I mean, you can look at it as prime being... You just throw that light at something you have. Yeah, that that I can agree with. The prime engrams in a sense that 
you probably don't want to use them other than infusion fodder. Right. I can understand that. I'm talking, but in a sense that like I could still utilize the light that comes from this. But yeah. How often do you equip that prime when you get it? Never. Unless I don't have any infusion things, sure. which case then I have to, but even then that's, it is what it is. But even so like playing the way you want to play, is even difficult now too because there's if you want to level up your bounties are sometimes get kills with grenade launchers get kills with fusion rifles or you know use this type of super to get kills um i don't know sometimes no i, I just agree. don't want to do that and but i need to do it to level up i agree it's the thing that i the thing that i like now is that I don't have to engage in things that I don't want to engage with unless it's for like a specific weapon that's only obtainable within that thing. Right. So like I don't like crucible and never have been a fan and I, I really don't like gambit. So I like how they, they streamline gambit. So now it's like a one round and done thing. Yeah. But they're just not my cup of tea. I'm more of a PVE guy strictly. So being able to just dedicate my time towards the Vanguard stuff, unless I specifically want a weapon that's obtainable in the other activities, I can do that. But I don't know. Dave says, yeah, but they could remove the prime and turn it into an infusion item that just gives you the plus five. Agreed. Agreed. It is kind of fun though, watching the, uh, like when you do pick up a prime and you see it pop up in the right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the animation that gives like <laughs> prime engram, bitch. There you go. Like confusion fodder, bitch. Um, Destiny 2. Dave says, okay, I do like that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that, that Bungie makes good animations and sounds? Can I, you know what? It, it, I know we're like, it, all the bullshit about Destiny aside, the sound design and the music in this season Oh, it's been good. Oh, it's phenomenal. Well, not, All across the board. Maybe not the season, but the Oh, around, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beyond Light's fantastic, but this season's really good. Like, the, the music that plays when you're doing, um, uh, when you're doing the new activity is just powerful and awesome. And, oh, it's so good. The, um, the jumping puzzle music for the raid is best music out there. Usually, I don't, you know, I don't like jumping puzzles. You hate jumping puzzles. But the music, I would just go into Does the it raid. it take you away? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, you're talking about, uh, like, when you're out in space? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. It's fucking real good. I agree with you. Um, the raid music is, is in the menu. When you chill and spawn, it plays the raid music. It's a true statement. It's damn good. The Beyond Light soundtrack is a damn good. It's a banger. It's a... It's the J banger. J banger. <laughs> All right. Will, let's get into some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date and uh, make sure you guys tune in or tune in, join into the community play date this Tuesday, which is also Will's birthday. My birthday. Your birthday. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Um, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show as well. We have Dave and Jordan with the, uh, 10 and 11 month resubs respectively. Thank you guys so much. Um, congratulations to Tashi on the seven year anniversary with three, four, three. Congratulations to you, sir. Looking forward to the hopeful and eventual roadmap for infinite esports, And, uh, yeah, 
you know, I, I, you guys don't get it enough, but let's just use this opportunity to say thank, thank you to you and the rest of the team for all your guys' hard work. Um, we know you guys want to see Halo Esports at the top, and uh, we know that you guys are doing everything that you possibly can to try to make that happen. So thank you very much. And then happy belated birthday to Lottie Hex and the man himself from noobcombo.com, Maddie Rums. It was his birthday just the other day, so happy birthday to you, sir, as well. And then uh, happy early birthday to Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, your birthday is this Tuesday. It is. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. I'm, I, I'm nope. <laughs> Sorry. Nope, not happening. It's okay. Community creations. We have Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. We have clips of the week number 93 by High Tech Redneck. We have extremely ridiculously extensive guide to spawn trapping spawn trapping in competitive Guardian 1s. This is by Zorabotic. Mm. Check that out if you want to see spawns being manipulated. Well, not manipulated, but like how you can determine where people are going to spawn in Halo 3 Guardian. And then... The final thing we have here is something unbelievably insane. Uh, Trippy says the WWE Royal Rumble Halo 3 roleplay. This is by Trippy. He gets a Killionaire perfection in an FFA. Mm. He. And he basically fought is a heretic Halo 3. He's everyone in mid, right? He fought everybody in bottom mid. Yeah. Now, put that in perspective, guys. He fought everybody, bottom mid, Halo 3, Heretic, FFA, got a Killionaire, and a Perfection. He didn't die. Once. That video. Were nades turned off? Because, man, like, just need the shit out of the I dude, couldn't right? believe it. I couldn't believe it. And the other thing, too, is that I, I watched it a couple times, and... I don't know who he was playing against, but some of those players just acted like they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But it was just, congrats to him. That's still crazy. Like, the fact that, and, and the funny thing is, is that as soon as the game was over, like, and he even says it too, milliseconds after the fact, he dies by a grenade. Oh, really? So yeah. If, if, it would have, if that game didn't end where it ended, that would have been insane. Will, that's all I got for the community creations of the show. Would you mind plugging the show find us on your favorite podcast services just search for hcs pro talk or on itunes google play podbean Stitcher, spotify and others as well leave us a review and let others know about the show pocket cast and also before you continue i need to remove and i'm going to remove it right now google play it no longer exists yeah yeah. they uh they got rid of it as in, like google play music is gone it no longer exists anymore so we're on everything else, obviously. So there you go. There you go. I'm going to remove that from the template too, so I know. All right. So I'm sorry, but you've been so used to saying it's that. It's been in like, it's, 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 been. It's, it's ingrained in me now. We are on iTunes. Oh, you can join the Discord, join the community discussion. Uh, we have our Spartan company and Xbox club on Halo Waypoint. We are on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and of course, Twitch. If you're watching live, you know where to go. What it is. Uh, we have our Esportspedia page 
And then we have our own website, htspro.com, where you can find a link to the merch if you're interested in supporting the show that way. And Josh, let us know what we got up on the next episode. I don't know. So don't know yet. D- Dave says, stop, Josh. I swear to God. What? What did I do? I'm genuinely curious. Did I say something? Well, I don't know. What did I do? Google Play Music is gone. That's the last thing. Yeah, that was it. Oh, one week. It's been. Oh, yeah. You do that all the, the time last- now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. Yes. I do. But it's funny because pay attention to how many times you hear that now. How many people say it's been? Just just think about that. It'll be forever ingrained in your brain now when somebody says that you're going to be like, damn it, it's been. <laughs> uh, Mar, welcome. He says, Val- uh, happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Sorry for being super late. It is all good. Dave says he already does. There you go. Fuck yeah. Will, that is going to do it for episode 166 of HCS Pro Talk want to thank you very much for listening want to thank you very much for watching uh if you're watching live then we'll have the live after show right after this live after the show which is a show which is after this show but it's called the after show which is live hence why we call it the live after show live after the show and if you're listening to the audio version then that just probably pissed you off by me saying that all the time that's okay We'll be back next week. We're going to talk about more Halo shit. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, 